Welcome. Rochelle here to share another inspiring episode. Unabashed You is women talking about stuff. It's a place where we can be uniquely ourselves without apology. We want to be wise, to know our worth, and to enjoy whimsy. Women, we got this. And to the men listening, we are grateful for your involvement. This episode is good. It features Vivian, who's developed a niche supporting women during pregnancy and postpartum. She's our next guest in the Insta Summer Series. Here is something I know about her. She is flexible and patient. How do I know that? Well, we got through most of our entire conversation before Vivian pointed out to me the call did not seem to be recording. She was right. And what a trooper to go for take two. Her kindness and graciousness. I am most grateful. Vivian was one of the first people I connected with on Instagram. She has a heart for coming alongside women while they are pregnant, give birth, and navigate postpartum, educating them on nutrition, best practices, practical tips, and empowering them to have a healthy experience. It is clear they are not alone. They have her wisdom. Plus, Vivian Vivian and I both got Golden Retriever puppies at the same time. Luna is hers and Layla is mine. They look like sisters. Welcome to the show, Vivian. Thank you so much. And thank you for having me here. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you for saying yes. I appreciate that. And I'm grateful. Anything you want the listeners to know before we get started? Um, Let's. Uh, do a little bit of an intro about me. I'm originally from the UK, as you can tell from my accent, uh, but I've been living here in Canada for the past 11 years. My husband and I moved here with our two very small children then for a different experience of life. Weren't really sure whether we'd be staying, whether it would be permanent, uh, but here we are, all Canadian citizens and loving it. And of course, two golden retrievers, so we have to stay. Okay, I want to ask a question. So you've got the puppy Luna, and then you already had a golden retriever? Yeah, we have Hannah. She's 10. Oh, sweet. Oh, love that. Three words you would use to describe yourself. Authentic, loyal, and genuine. Mm. I will say that really comes through in what what you are sharing on Instagram, and we're going to get more into that later. All right. Two truths and a lie. This is where you say three things about yourself and one is not going to be true. And I'm going to try to guess. Okay. I have lived in three different continents. I can speak two different languages and I'm afraid of water. Oh, okay. Three different continents. Two languages and afraid of water. Okay, the tricky thing about that is you put numbers in the first two, which makes that those always, I always get suspicious on the numbers ones because, you know, those can be easily changed, easily changed. And yet you mentioned the UK and Canada. Hmm. So I think I'm going to go with the first one because maybe you've only lived on two continents so far. So is the first one, wait a minute, do I want that one? Uh, yes. Yes. Nope. Wrong. Oh, <laughs> no. Oh, no. 
So how many? Uh, okay. So what other continent did you have you lived on? So the UK and here in Canada and New Zealand. New Zealand. That's supposed to be such a great place. Beautiful country. Okay. I want it. We want to hear more about that in a bit. Um, oh my gosh. It's, it seems like you've lived in really great locations. Aren't I lucky? Oh my gosh. All right. Okay. So then next up, uh, uh, afraid of the water. Okay. And then two languages. So are you afraid of the water? I sure am. Oh my gosh. Okay. So that one's true. Okay. And where did that stem from? Do you, I mean, has it just been an always kind of a thing? A near drowning when I was little. Oh, mm. I also had a near drowning when I was little. But my mother immediately put me into swim lessons, which I think back then they, they, they'd stick a pole in off the diving board and say, okay, jump to the pole. Oh. I would be like, <clears throat> I, I, the pole is not going to help me out at all. <laughs> I don't know if I could have done that. My mom actually did the same thing. She put me into swim lessons, yeah. um, but I refused to put my head under the water and still do. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad it's different now. I mean, the instructors are in the water with the kids and they're praising them and holding them. And it's such a different experience than jump to the pole. And I'm only going to jump in if there's an issue. Oh, it's just, (laughs) it was further traumatizing for me. That's for sure. Okay, so you are afraid of the water, which means, um, okay, so languages. I speak just the one, even though I did learn Welsh and French in school, but I can't speak either. Oh, oh, I have some Welsh on my mother's side. That's exciting. Yes, I do. I like that. Okay. All right. Well, see, we were learning more about you. One of the, the, your favorite movies of all time. Has to be Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. Julia Roberts and Richard Gere. All right. A lot of women really love that movie. Okay. Why is it your favorite? I don't know. I think probably because I watched it a lot growing growing up while in my teens with my mom. So, and it just is one of those easy, easy movies to watch. Yeah. All songs. Yeah. So that it's a special time, a special connection with your mom, with being a teenager. And I, I find when I ask this question, a lot of the answers go back either to childhood as in, a, a, you know, being a little kid or teenage years, because for some reason it's nostalgic and there's sort of a sentimentality associated with the movie. And I, I like that not only is it your teenage years, but that it's a special memory with your do you call her mum? Mum? Yes. Your mum? Yeah, I yeah. want to be sure I say that right. Okay, your mum. All right, name a woman that inspires you. So that has to be Princess Diana. Okay. Um, yeah, after after marrying into the royal family, uh, she could have sat back, had a lovely life of luxury, but instead she used her celebrity status uh, to help as many people as she could. Uh, one of her famous quotes was our... Yes, was. Anywhere I see suffering, that is where I want to be, doing what I can. Oh, my gosh. Loved her. Oh, really. You know, words are failing me right now because I, 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 even as much of a word nerd as I am, I, I can't, I'm failing 
finding the words to adequately express um, the life she led, the pain in it, and also the impact she had during her life and to this very day. And it's going to go on and on and on. So what a, again, I I can't express real, I can't do it justice. I can't do her memory justice. Um, Yes. Have you watched the movie, the crown or or the series, the crown that is on my list. Okay. I I feel like they did a, a, a really nice job. If that's even a good word for it of, of showing some of the pain and the struggle the, the really trying to fit in, trying to, to, to you know, please her husband. Yeah. And that little, you know, the sparkle that she had, the radiance that really came through. And and then, you know, just such a tragic end. It was. Mm. Like, and I remember the morning that news came through. I remember where I was. Mm. Um, I was yeah. Just devastated. And did you, I, I remember just watching the TV, like hoping and praying she was going to ma- make it. She was going to make it. You know, she was in surgery. And I remember just wa- sitting there watching the coverage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember how long it was from when we, you know, when the accident happened to when she was, you know, uh, when she died. I don't remember that time frame, but. I mean, it obviously went worldwide. Do you remember about how long it was? No, I don't. I was um, just remember where I was. I was actually getting ready to go in on the morning shift <laughs> to the hospital. Oh. And yes, everybody was just in mourning when we got there. Everybody, patients, staff, the whole works. I bet you could feel that. Could you feel that when you walked in? Like, oh, sure, straight away. Just what? And do you find that fascinating that feelings like that in, in, especially when we collectively have them is something that's palpable that you can actually, um, it's, it's almost like an entity in and of itself. Do you know what I'm saying? I do. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm -hmm. Oh, well, she, she is an inspiration and I, I very much appreciate that her, children want to honor her legacy and stay close to her through, you know, the various work that they're doing that seems very important to them. And, and I, I, I think that that is a great way to honor her. Sure. It is a piece of wisdom. You keep handy. Mm, A piece of wisdom is um, it would be a quote by Oprah and It goes, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. But if you look at what you don't have, you'll never have enough. And gosh, this is something that we've always inspired with the kids, you know, always making them understand and realize, you know, be grateful for what they have and they truly are. And, you know, I hear those, you know, those words of wisdom actually coming back at me from them now, which is (laughs) kind of nice most of the time. (laughs) Now, do they know that quote or you, you, you model it and you, you speak it into them without them having to know the quote? I do speak it into them. And that's how we've, you know, my husband and I have always kind of raised them to be, you know, sort of very humble, very grateful for what they have rather than looking upon others and, you know, being envious of what others have. Um, yeah. And they're, they're, they're good kids. They're 19 and 16 now. They're, they're good kids. Isn't that great? And 
especially in the teenage years, the one is just over the hump and ready to head into 20 at some point. And the 16, you know, you could be in the thick of some really rough stuff. Teenagers can yeah. really give you a run for your money. Oh, they surely can. But no, I think we've, we've done we've done a pretty good, unless they're just good kids, we've done a pretty good job. So I'm very fortunate at the moment. Who knows? Right. Oh, well, it, it sounds like you're you're well on your way. And no doubt they will continue to to live that and to even appreciate how much of a focus you made that in their lives as they continue to to grow up. Yeah, I hope so. I have no doubt that they will, but yeah. Right. That's wonderful. Gosh. Yeah. That is, I like that. And I, I want to take that Oprah quote as much as I watched her show and everything. I never heard that quote. Can you say that quote one more time? Uh, if you look at what you have in life, you'll always have more. But if you look at what you don't have, you'll never have enough. And actually, oh. this quote is going on to my, I'm rebranding my website right now. And there's a spot on my website that has that quote on it. Because I mm. feel, yeah. Mm. I can't wait to see your website. So be sure, obviously, you're going to let us know through Instagram when it's up and live and everything. And I want to be sure that I... I share that and really get that out there because now we're going into the deep dive, which is your passion. You know, I I talked about it a little bit in the intro. You have a passion for coming alongside women who are pregnant, deliver, and then um, their recovery or their postpartum. So walk me through... um, your interest in that, did that start when you were a little girl? I mean, you, you know, I don't know when, when did you become interested in this, in this topic, in in this season of life for the women who have children? Well, my background is actually a midwifery. So I worked as a midwife for 15 years in the UK, took a couple of years out from, from there and worked in New Zealand as an independent midwife. Mm. Uh, So, you know, that's brought me to currently now working with women in pregnancy to optimize their nutrition, not for just their health, but also for their baby's future health as well. So, um, and then the last five years of my career in the UK, I spent, I sidestepped out of midwifery and I worked as a specialist public health nurse out in the community. And I guess that's when my real intrigue with nutrition started because I worked with, um, I had a very um, challenging caseload, um, but I also worked with women diagnosed with postpartum depression after having babies. And I was a part of a quite a big multidisciplinary team and realized how much of an impact food along with lifestyle um, has both not just on physical health, but also on on, uh, mental and emotional health too. Mm-hmm. I saw the change. I saw the, the the differences that that would make, and then moving to Canada, I decided to then follow that interest in nutrition and became a holistic nutritionist. I studied here and with an academy in Canada, um, and then started off initially working with women in postpartum nutrition because that's where I'd kind of been introduced to it. Uh, but very quickly came to realize that I needed to connect with these women earlier. And this is where my focus on pregnancy nutrition started. Mm. So it actually also takes me back to when I had my both both of my babies, uh, two of my pregnancies, very, very different. The first one was very challenging 
both in pregnancy and um, also the postpartum breastfeeding journey. And without me knowing, I made a few changes in my diet and in my lifestyle that gave me a second, I believe, gave me a much nicer, I had a, a breeze in the second pregnancy in the mm. postpartum. So with the work that I do now, um, it's come to make me realize that a lot of the symptoms in pregnancy are connected with gut health. Um, and that's a big part of what I do. And looking back, those were the changes that I made to better my health without mm. even knowing what I was doing or knowing because gut health back in those days, you know, my kids are 19 and 16. So gut health wasn't really a thing back then. But now I know what I know. The changes I made most definitely did better, better my health. So, you know, the pandemic really, as bad as it, as awful as it's been, really forced my hand into going online rather than just working locally. So it's opened up a huge, like a big, big world for me, um, working with women all over, all over the world, uh, which I'm very fortunate to do. But the other thing it's made me realize is that we're in such uncertain times um, that we all really need choices. And not everyone has, you know, the opportunity or the, really the finances to work with people like myself. You know, we have fear of losing jobs. Um, it's just a very, you know, un it's a very unsettling time that we're in. And it made me rethink my business. And I chose to take a slightly different direction. So the last six months, because mostly I would do one-on-one -on -one consultations, but the last six months I've been working behind the scenes on developing a pregnancy nutrition membership site that is somewhere that women can come even before being pregnant to have pregnancy um, information during pregnancy and postpartum. It will be affordable and very accessible, you know, for everybody um, to mm. come with me. So that along with the rebranding of my website is all going to be launching in the next two weeks so we have a lot of people working behind the scenes on that so it's all coming together just the final touches and tweaks and and whatnot are going on right now so I'm I'm very excited about launching that well I'm excited to hearing about it I can't wait till it goes live and I get to check it out okay I've got some follow-up questions I'm trying to remember them all <laughs> all right so you made some changes between pregnancy one and pregnancy two. What were the changes you made that you did? I mean, you, you intentionally decided I'm going to be a little more nutritious this go round. So what did it look like? What did nutrition look like pregnancy one versus pregnancy two? Pregnancy one, there was a lot of sugar <laughs> and there was a lot of, um, you know, just kind of eating on the run, eating when I could because I was working, you know, busy labor ward, midwifery sister. So it was just, shift work and just grabbing food and, and going. So I, I took sugar out, added sugars out of my diet and focused more on whole foods. Um, I took supplements, not just a prenatal supplement, but I also took omega-3s, like a really good quality omega-3 back then, which um, really wasn't the thing that was recommended. So um, I do really believe that doing those, just those very small um, changes. I also was pretty keen on doing a lot of physical exercise. And I feel that the exercise that I did was maybe a little too hard on my body. So I took that down <laughs> a notch okay, and um, looked after my health rather than forcing myself to do all this strenuous exercise. So just making those few small changes gave me a very different, I breathed through the second pregnancy, the delivery and the postpartum was just like my breastfeeding experience was, it was just night and day. 
and also different babies. My daughter was colic, eczema. Now I know can all be linked to gut health in pregnancy. So, you know, was that all preventable? Who knows? No. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. So walk us through what this membership is going to be like, because it sounds, it sounds incredible and what a great opportunity. Um, I mean, are there going to be like different groups depending on where a person, where a woman is in pregnancy or are you going to have rolling membership or, and, and, and maybe you haven't fleshed all these things out, but I'm just kind of curious to get started uh, what that's going to look like. So we decided to open the doors initially to a small proportion, just a small number, because we want to, it's brand new. So we want to put it out there first and then work with women, um, either pre-pregnancy or in pregnancy and iron out any, um, anything that kind of comes, you know, that doesn't kind of sit well. We've put in, or I've put in there what I feel women need, but sometimes when you work with clients, their needs, they're all very different. So, uh, you know, we'll be working together and those that first cohort of women will actually be helping me um, build that membership for, for future members. So, yeah, we'll open the doors for just a couple of weeks and then we'll close them until we've ironed out any little hiccups and then we'll open them back up. And I think those doors will be open continuously. I know other membership sites will just open doors just for, you know, a couple of weeks and then close them. But I feel... It's going to be somewhere where, you know, women can come for as long or as little time as they want to. And with it being so affordable, you know, they're going to have access to um, not only nutrition for pregnancy, but also for postpartum and also to meal planning and recipes. So it's kind of like the full works and they'll not just have the nutrition side of it, but I'm I've been working with other professionals like prenatal yoga instructors, physical therapists, lactation consultants, midwives, sleep consultants for infants. And I'll be bringing all of those professionals in to our, you know, weekly Zoom calls to be Mm. able to, you know, share their experiences and share their knowledge with the women too. And that's going to be for no extra cost for all of the members. So it's going to be, yeah, yeah, pretty full. Um, a lot of information, but I don't want it to be an information overload. Right, right. No, it, and 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 an opportunity to, pro- you know, obviously questions and answers, and then maybe for the women to be able to connect amongst themselves or share what's going on with them. I mean, women, we just are relational. We want to just connect and and hear other people's stories and share our own and all of that. And you're. Yeah. And, and sometimes, you know, if a mom wants to know something and I've said, you know, just ask another mom, they sometimes they're the best source of, a, you know, source <laughs> of knowledge. So alongside of the membership group, we will have like a forum where we can chat, but also have a Facebook group um, where we can all interact. You know, moms can meet new moms and share their different experiences. And that's what I would I envisage is to build that just a beautiful community that you feel safe and that you can share your knowledge and share your experiences in and not be judged. That is brilliant. The way you have fleshed it out and thought of not just the membership and sharing your expertise and this, uh, the, the specialists, but then also a way for them to connect. And this all was born out of COVID because you had to go online. I mean, you know, to keep thriving, to keep 
you know, persevering and trying to get the educational piece out there, you, you did this thing that like, I didn't know how to do it. I'm sure at first you didn't know how to do it either. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, there's a whole different language here. I don't, I mean, this, all of it, all of it. Yeah. Yeah. All of it. Okay. So even, even though COVID was obviously a very devastating time in our history globally, you know, a lot of us haven't, didn't live through the great depression or didn't, you know, weren't here for world war II. That's a tough one to say, <laughs> you know, we weren't here for some big global things, but now we have a global thing that we've, we're on the other side of. And I, I do want to acknowledge all of the people who lost loved ones, all of the, all of the many, I'm, I don't know the, the number, but the, the millions of people that died because of COVID, yeah. um, it is a very sad chapter in our, our shared history. It really is. What I do appreciate about that time, because I, I think, you know, you, you need to like look for the silver lining. I mean, whatever, you know, saying you want to come up with all the pivoting that people have done, like you are a, a wonderful example of like, I can't do the thing that I, I have, like, you have to do it. You know, those of us who have a passion to do something, we get to do it and we have to do it. It's just have to do it. You've, you found a way you, you found a way to get your voice out there. And I'm, I'm just going to guess that because you went online and got your, your word out there, you now have a stronger following than you did before. That's right. Isn't that incredible? And now because of that, you now can launch this platform, this website, this way to globally connect. Have you found in, in looking at who's following you that you literally have people, I mean, not just in your little town that already know you or whatever, but or your city and wherever that is in Canada, but that you, I mean, have you looked to see the geography of the people who are following you? Oh, I do. And it's really interesting um, because I, I'm spread quite over like New Zealand, Australia, Canada, the U S actually about 75% of my clients are oh, US, yay. which surprised me. Um, and then I have the UK, of course, for my connections with the midwives too out there so it is yes it, it really surprises me sometimes but then I don't know whether that should but yeah it's it's just a very small world when you look at it in that way particularly with social media right right oh okay so you you, know, you literally have a global following yeah yeah which That's... is good but then the difference in terminology and different <laughs> Courgette, zucchini, all those kind of things. So, okay. You know, just a few little things in the yeah in the works there that I have to be conscious of. But overall, it's just yeah, I, I'm just very very fortunate. Right. And do you get a lot of um, people? Okay. Well, here's a question: Do you still have private clients? I do. Oh, you do. Okay. So during that whole time, where you like you just switched to Zoom. I did, yeah. So for local clients, we switched to Zoom. Um, and then, yeah, so for everybody else, I started, um, you know, I connected with 
social media experts like you know Facebook advertising so that opened up a whole new completely different world to me so yeah new um, one-on-one clients were through actually basically Facebook adverts wow okay that's a whole different thing isn't it okay incredible yeah well I I really want to applaud you and and recognize and say how much it means to me, one, that you came on the show, but even bigger than that, much bigger than that, the way that you are speaking into women, their health, wanting to come alongside them and encourage them, support them, inspire them, empower them. I I love words. So I could just, I could just keep throwing, I could keep you know, I could keep throwing these words at you, but they're all true and more. You are doing a great thing. And I I thank you so much. And as I shared with you through Instagram, I, my stepdaughter is pregnant. I was like, you've got to follow Vivian. You've got to follow her. She is due very soon here. Okay. How can, uh, the, how can everybody find you? So my website right now is vivianstallwood.com and that will actually be transferred over to my new website. So hopefully we're not going to go down at all. Um, And I'm, I'm pretty um, good on Instagram too. So it's Vivian underscore Stallwood underscore. I'm pretty easy to find. Okay. So why the underscores? Was there already a Vivian Stallwood? I don't know why. I don't know whether (laughs) going back a long time. So I don't know where the underscores actually came from, but they're there. Okay, and I'll be sure and connect both of those in my my notes on this episode page as well. Thank it's so been much. a true pleasure. And wouldn't it be fun if Luna and Layla could meet? I imagine it's crazy. We got puppies right. I mean, maybe not the same day, but like right at the same time. And I think you posted a picture and I was like, I oh, that was it. I know. Oh my gosh. <laughs> six months soon and she's so tall and so big and so lively and we weren't planning on getting her she just happened so we're very lucky um right and same with Layla she's six and a half months so it sounds like there's a little bit of a difference in age but yes so big what happened to that cute puppy we brought home oh my gosh I think ours is very close well she was 45 pounds about a week ago oh wow Yes. Yeah, she's big. <laughs> she's yeah, she is she is definitely growing. That's good. That's good. Yes. And now is yours kind of that light golden or is it she's more very light actually? Yeah. Yes. And you, you said you had another golden retriever. So we have Hannah. Um so she's 10. We actually had honey and Hannah. Um, but we lost honey very unexpectedly um, over a year ago. Um I said never again. My heart couldn't take any more. But Oh, along came Luna. So we, we just wondered how Hannah would take to her. And she wasn't too keen at the beginning, um, very lively, but she's kind of warmed to her a little bit more. But um, she's an, you know, she's an aging golden. So she likes his face. <laughs> you know, we have another similar story here. We lost our dog before this dog about a year ago. And it broke my heart. And I said, I know that's it's too much. It's too much. Yeah, months and months went by. And then I said to my husband, I, I think I need one more dog. 
one more dog. <laughs> so yeah. here we are I know. in the thick of it. So do you I always just, like having two, like having two? I love having the two and, um, and the house is full. The only thing I don't like about having the two is the amount of dog hair. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> Blocks the, the vacuum. Right. Oh gosh. Yeah. Times a day and it would still be in tumbleweed up and down. Yes, that's, that's true right there. Well, thank you again, Vivian. I I really appreciate uh, this connection and being able to, you know, see you in real time and to hear way more of your story and your passion and the way you are changing women's lives. Thank you for that work. It's so very important. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. Bye-bye. It's funny how you can have things in common with people you don't know you have things in common with until you start getting to know each other. Communicating, connecting are two things Instagram promotes. And then having that conversation that really seals the deal. Vivian is patient, she is kind, and she cares a whole lot about women having an optimal experience of wellness during their season of pregnancy. You can find her at vivianstallwood.com and on Instagram, Vivian underscore Stallwood underscore. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. You can find these episodes on other podcast platforms. We invite you to follow, rate, review, and share. Our social media accounts, Instagram at UnabashedU, Facebook account is Rochelle Renee, R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E, R-E-N-A-E, and the page is UnabashedU, Twitter at Rochelle Renee. We depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth to share these episodes. We are grateful for growth, knowing these conversations help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. So continue to listen read and be inspired and now our blessing remind me each day how long this journey through pregnancy and birth invites a mother's gift of self in body heart and mind amen that's from motheringspirit.com for the women all of you who nurture others whether you have ever been a mom or not go be unabashed be 